Welcome to Cultivating Authentic Universal Energy, exploring energy through mediumship, psychic abilities, Reiki, crystals, and more. This podcast is created based on the concept that everything is energy, everything and everyone are connected. Your hosts are Lisa Milleraces and Michelle Belcastro. Lisa has written about her psychic medium awakening and is comfortable with many facets of energy. Lisa believes energy work is very exciting and should be embraced in a safe way. Michelle grew up as a sensitive, intuitive, and now creates a safe space for community to gather and develop their spiritual talents. Their two unique perspectives are joined to assist listeners of all levels to broaden their understanding. This will be a series of podcasts that will enhance and fine-tune our energetic connections. Now that we said that online, we can do that on iMovie. <laughs> Hello there. Hi, Lisa. How's Hi, it going? Hi, Michelle. <laughs> well, we're, we're pushing our envelope today. We are. So that is the topic of our conversation today is um, putting yourselves in positions where you're pushing yourself to be more comfortable in uncomfortable situations. Hence, the video recording on video. Yes. <laughs> you know, Usually we're we're just audio and not video. Yep, yep. And and we have fun with it, and we've gotten past our perfectionist inclinations when it comes to you know the amount of editing that we do. So here we go, talking about you know getting outside of your comfort zone to help yourself grow. Yes. And I think we do it all the time, whether we realize we're doing it or not, mm -hmm. but to be consciously aware of it, when you start to feel that feeling of, well, you know, am I ready for this? Can I do this? And a lot of people who come uh, to me to learn how to focus on their intuition or to cultivate that a part mm -hmm. of them, mm -hmm. there's a little fear or a little barrier around them of what they perceive is possible to do. So I'm a big proponent of all right, well, let's give it a try and see where it goes. And you know, it's a safe place. Um, but then it's, there's times that you got to practice what you preach and <laughs> remind myself that I need to also push my envelope. Absolutely. So we just had a full moon in Scorpio. Mm -hmm. um, was that Saturday night? And the whole idea with that is letting go of old limiting stories, mm -hmm. right? So that whole story about, oh, is it even possible to do that? Um, but letting go of old stories and how can you rewrite your future stories so that you have that freedom to step into the life we want to create for ourselves? We, we do create our we do create our experience for it. Yeah, it's a hundred percent true. Yeah, we do. So I was just recently listening to a Kyle Gray recording of uh, his workshop at the Tampa, Florida. I can do it. Um, whatever the heck it is. Uh, convention, I guess is the right word. And what he was talking about was like the idea that you attract the angels 
right? So it's not always calling in angels. It's what you do that attracts them. And it made me kind of think about the whole manifesting your reality, right? Like you vibrate and that's what you attract. Well, I don't, yeah, absolutely. I don't think that the attraction is limited to experience and energy. The, of course, angels are, in my opinion, a high vibrational frequency mm -hmm. of good. So mm -hmm. um, that would make total sense to me that that would be what's attracted to you from your um, vibration of what you're putting out there. Yeah. And don't forget, your GPS is how you're feeling about it. Absolutely, that whole feeling part. Mm -hmm. So I want to share a little story okay. um, from massage school. <laughs> I'm going to shuffle cards as you do that. Yeah, yeah, Go please. Ahead. So just um, look at my hands. Yeah. <laughs> Thursday at massage school, I have um, some guests, as we call them, and they're all looking for deep tissue massages. And not everybody looks for that. And, you know, a lot of people are still in the mindset of it's got to really hurt for it to be beneficial and I'm finding that that's not at all true and it's about educating people however I have three guests that come in that day and every single one of them says they want really deep tissue work and I had literally just been talking to my husband about I was doubting myself and my abilities to do deep tissue work that that is going to be the first class I take as soon as I got as I get out of the massage school and he's like, okay, you know, like pretty much whatever makes you feel better. So I have these three clients. Smart answer for your husband to say. <laughs> Just to say. Well, and, and I've said this before. He is like my biggest cheerleader. And he, okay, he calls me on my self-doubt pretty often. Okay. But he was being kind because I've been super emotional around this full moon. So anyway, the three, the three guests I see on Thursday – each of them react very differently to touch and depth of touch. But the last one, she, she was very specific in what she needed. And I said to her, I don't know if I know how to do this, but I'll do my best. Mm -hmm. And I took a deep breath and started working on her. And I've come to the awareness over the last several weeks that I am being really guided when I put my hands on people. And it gives me a certain sense of security mm -hmm. and uh, it, it feels good. When you're in alignment and doing what you're supposed to do, it always feels <laughs> great. Now, one of the things that I did learn uh, about this, ex uh, this experience was patience. Mm -hmm. Slow down and be patient. Right. And by the time I got done, this lady was like, Oh my goodness, like, wow, what, what an amazing massage, which always makes me feel good to hear. That's good confidence, brings your confidence. But I also had to thank her for pushing me outside of my comfort zone. I'm there to serve. That is why I'm there. I'm there to serve, just like I am here at the Violet Butterfly. Um, but I was served. I was served with a nudge mm -hmm. outside of my comfort zone so that I could grow if nothing else in my confidence that you can do this. Right. And this is a great example of what we we're just talking mm -hmm. about. So as we were talking, you were talking yep. and sharing your experience. And I thank you for sharing that. I pulled some cards to say, well, what am I going to contribute to this to give me some ideas <laughs> before I share the cards? I want to also relate your experience to one that, I've had in the 
mediumship realm of coming, I call it coming out of the closet or pushing my envelope to be able to do this work publicly because I'm older. So uh, when I was younger at that time, it wasn't popular, but there was a uh, mind, body, spirit expo at King of Prussia, Pennsylvania. And I said, okay, I'm going to do this. So I signed up already to do it. I put myself out there that I would do a free group channeling like demonstration. And um, 75 people showed up for this big group. And as I'm channeling and doing my work and, and letting it go, um, I'm saying things to this group of people. And if you've ever come to my channeling sessions before, you'd see that that's how it, it is. I, we give it to the room and we kind of isolate and people give feedback and messages connect. But at this time, nobody was owning anything. So I'm saying my thing, doing my work, and I'm seeing deer in the headlights from 75 people. Mm -hmm. You know, they're doing so in my head, I'm talking to my spirit guide. And I said, this is the first time. And this is the last time I'm doing this. So as soon as it's over, all these people start coming up, this meant this, and this meant that, and this meant the other. So what I realized from that is that yes, pushing the envelope is good, but it helped me realize to to step in and allow it to flow, to have the confidence to know that the information is going where it's supposed to be, mm -hmm. you know, and to just allow that to happen. So that's my relatable story to this. Now I picked some cards <laughs> just as Michelle was talking, because as this goes, cards help. So the first card I picked was peer pressure. So what it happens when we get, um, we start being hard on ourselves is because we're afraid of what other people might think. Mm -hmm. Well, we gotta get rid of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Another story about that. I was talking to a classmate about this one regular guest that comes all the time. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> I have figured out a couple of things. One, this classmate of mine, I don't even know what the words mean that come out of his mouth. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't, I, I don't relate to his languaging. And sometimes it leaves me like speechless. Anyway, so he has worked on this one particular woman a couple of times, and, and he's talking about how he's done this and he's done that. And, I mean, it's like, are, are we healing people or are we breaking people? Because, again, not sure of his language. It's his what, perspective of what he's seeing. It's not resonating with you at all. No. And, right. and I, like, literally have a hard time carrying on, on a conversation. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I allow him to get in my head so bad. <laughs> so bad that when it's time for me to work with this lady, I was shaking in my boots. Okay. Absolutely shaking in my boots. I no sooner put my hands on her and she was like, oh, this is going to be the most amazing massage I've ever had. I can tell just by the way hands feel. Well, don't forget, <laughs> you're coming to the table, so to speak, with your Reiki background, your mm -hmm. intuition background. Um, I don't know what the other gentlemen, I'm not going to compare the two, yep. but you have, uh, and you're being driven on this path. So you're not only giving somebody a massage, you're giving them all of the above because that's part of how you work. Absolutely. So, yeah. I mean, it's a win-win. Um, sign me up. I mean, <clears throat> that sounds really good. Uh, yeah. You know, with all our uh, different modalities, whether it be massage, whether it be mediumship, whether it be Reiki, uh, whatever card reading, whatever it is that you do, it's really important to leave that expectation on the corner mm -hmm. and allow the, the service to take place, to just mm -hmm. let it flow. And I think that's a challenge for 
most of us humans to do. Yeah. You know, I know it has been in my lifetime. <laughs> it has been. Yeah. I, I continue to see things that will allow us to grow. Um, you know, I'm, I always said, I was saying to Michelle recently, I said, I would love to host in a, a retreat in Europe, but there's something that's holding yeah. me back, but I need <laughs> to be able to, to do these things yep. without the fear around it. So mm-hmm. that's my, I put it out there. It's on video. It's going to happen. I it, just don't know when. It totally is. And I'm a part of it. Okay. So <laughs> we're just going to do it. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what else do your cards do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I picked three cards as we were talking. The first one was, of course, peer pressure. The second one is let your inner beauty shine. So it, to me, that means allow that service to flow. That's how I would interpret it. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is to shield yourself with a bougainvillea. Bougainvilleas are beautiful flowers that have thorns big, on them. Big thorns. But I think that is to protect your energy as you do your work, to allow yourself to... Be a shielded up with your visualization, prayer, whatever it is that you use. And we always talk about keeping your energy fields clean. Mm-hmm. Provide your service with your intention. Don't worry about how it appears to others and just let it flow. So as you do that with, with your massage therapy and then your other practices, fine. Mm-hmm. And I continue to work on doing that with my services as well. And others that, that do it, it's a good suggestion. That's all. So you like your cards. I do. I like my cards too. Don't get me wrong. I love my crystals. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So before what we have here, I know. What is this one? Okay. So you guys can't really <laughs> see this. This is a beautiful piece of petrified wood that has been cut off um, and polished. So petrified wood is ancient knowledge. Can I play it's, with it? Absolutely. <laughs> it's uh, persistence. It's, you know, it's earth energy. It's grounding. It is very grounding. So this is a good one for grounding. Because I was just saying with the full moon, I didn't feel grounded. So I love that one. Thank mm-hmm. you. Absolutely. Um, so another grounding one is carnelian. This is like a little free form uh, beauty. So this, because of its colors, it will relate to both your root chakra as well as your um your sacral chakra. So your safety, your security, your ability to create. This is pulling towards me, this portion of it. So I don't know if you can see there's like a white portion. It almost looks like a, like a beam of light. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So this could feel very grounding or it could, you could feel like the fire build, Mm -hmm. right? So because of the reds and the oranges and stuff. Very pretty. Um, So a few other things. This is a raw piece of angelite. Um, I don't know, just really called to bring in angelite. It, it helps to make that connection to the angelic realm. Um, and some people really appreciate more of the natural rough uh, aspects. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I got to play with everything. So of course. <laughs> please. Um, this is rose quartz. I, I don't think the beautiful pink color comes through super well on our video here, but this is all about love, self-love. This is, um, I'm going to, I'm going to throw this out here because, you know, there's a ton of books out there that give you like what all of our crystals mean. And I would say that this, this would really help with trust and courage in yourself. Um, especially right now where we're being asked to push ourselves outside of our comfort zones. Right. It's really nice. 
And then the last beauty I brought in is just a piece of selenite. And I don't want to say just a piece of selenite. This is like magical here. Um, they, it comes in a lot of different forms and it's not only cleansing, but it's protecting and it's grounding. And to me, it's like that pillar of universal love mm -hmm. in one amazing little package. Well, thank um, you. I love all these. Absolutely. Michelle has a great knowledge of a, a lot of the, the crystals and the stones that, that we have here in the shop. And um, I love that. I, I also like a practice that you do that you don't do it often. And I don't know what it's called, but she reads the I don't know, runes, the stones that you have in the back. Can you explain that a little bit? I, I can. So um, there was one day I was drawn to put all types of crystals in a bag. And I knew that I needed to do some readings on people. And I did one on, on Lisa. And, oh, but, but she's always been resistant totally. to start to do something, anything. So it's, so she's leaving that little piece out that this, this whole podcast is very relevant to what she did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, no. <laughs> Readings for me, I, I'm not sure what my resistance is. I do have a great resistance to doing readings. I know I'm very intuitive and I know that the things that I say to people are what they need to hear, but I still have a problem with it. I don't know. Anyway, so I take all of these crystals and I put it in, in the bag and I just ask Lisa to pull out seven crystals. Don't like necessarily like look in the bag, just put your hand in, pull them out. And I basically did uh, a chakra reading on her based on the crystals that she selected. Now, it was really so much fun. It was a lot of fun and it was very accurate. So I'll give you that. <clears throat> so part of it was based on my knowledge of like the literal meanings mm -hmm. of the crystals, but there was a lot of intuitiveness that, that came through too. Um, so somehow the crystals speak to me in a language that I just know how to interpret for people. Right. Yeah, but one of the things that she mentioned to me, which I added to my affirmation list was, and I hope I get it right, because it was to have um, um, compassion in my solar plexus and confidence in my heart chakra. So it, I had to, I was coming on too forceful at times. So to have that compassion in the solar plexus kind of like softens it. The heart chakra is right next to it. So to have that confidence in it. So it's kind of like a blending of the two areas and to allow what's to become better and more grounded and come off a little bit smoother. So, yeah, well, and what I have found, um, that was like a great validation mm -hmm. of, um, what I found even in my Reiki practice, when I use crystals, I don't always use crystals like this carnelian on somebody's root chakra. Um, sometimes they need fire somewhere else. You go where you're right. intuitively drawn. Yep. Or like the angelite. <clears throat> Maybe you need something like this that's connecting and soothing somewhere else in your body. Right. So I I don't I don't necessarily subscribe to like heals like. Sometimes you need help from something else sure. to boost up or mm -hmm. bring down. Yeah. Yeah. And it comes from those knowings that you have that intuition that to think we spoke about this on a previous podcast that, you mm -hmm. know, it's going to be a certain thing. You don't know why, but you just feel it. And then later on you read something or you'll see something which, which validates it. So I'm a big proponent of going with your intuition, going with your gut. You know, it's, it's just a, it's a, it's my rule of thumb of how 
that function. Yeah. Um, I'm going to push you a little bit here. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is how this works. All right. So you were telling me a little bit earlier that you had an aha moment about growth. Um, <laughs> look at the panic look. <laughs> There's probably more than one. <laughs> um, well, I think it was partly about uh, being able to come out of my comfort zone yes. and do things that I, I've always thought of doing but haven't, haven't gone about and done them yet. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm getting on board with that. I think a lot of that has to do with I recently had, within the past, uh, I want to say nine months or so, left my corporate environment so I could do this full time. So that took a lot of... Um, I guess guts on my side to release the um, the comfort zone of having a paycheck come into my account every other week. So mm -hmm. that's something like it's like a leap of faith type of thing. So so far I see the balance of it. I see it's coming. I see all these all the positives that have been part of that. I do think things happen for a reason in our lifetimes. You know, things that we may perceive as being difficult or as a challenge, mm -hmm. they're really something that's there to make us. Uh, move from that comfort zone into the next into the next step. So that's part of it. And then, you know, just letting go of that constant. And I don't know about you, I find with myself, a lot of people from my generation that they have had um, fears around money, mm -hmm. you know, big fears around money to let those. And I think a lot of them are generational because it's passed down from your parents and from mm -hmm. their parents and whatever fears they may have had. So to be able to work with that and to move forward, you know, to jump uh, leaps of faith, to, I think that's, that's part of it. Mm -hmm. Part of all of, if I look at a lot of my other struggles, mm -hmm. the underlining, um, like a vein or a, or a nerve <laughs> would be part of that. Yeah. So don't poke no more. I will poke you. <laughs> poke. <laughs> so it's, okay, it's really important that when you're being pushed to step outside of your little box, um, that you find the courage to do it. That's how you grow. Sitting where you're comfortable, doing things the way you've always done them, doesn't serve you. It, it doesn't. You're on this path with us. Um, and we're here to grow and evolve and shift our vibrations. Mm -hmm. And I am here to poke at her when she <laughs> does some deflecting like she just did in such a beautiful form. Um, <laughs> well, you also pushed me to grow with the electronics. Mm -hmm. So that was, that was good because I'm trying to reinvent myself a little bit after leaving that environment. Yeah. And you say to me, well, you need to have your bookings online. I don't know why, but you need to do this. And I'm like, okay, well, how am I going to do that? And we figured it out. How do we, and now people can go and they can book online. It really did make my life much easier. And it, my clients have been enjoying it because they can go on and they can book a date and a time when I'm available and it yeah. works much smoother. So I was very resistant in the beginning, totally, mm -hmm. but yeah. it did work out for the best. And that's just a very small example of some of the, pushing and poking that we do for each other to help us get out of our comfort zones. So, uh, absolutely. And, and we're not saying to do something that you know is dangerous, of course, no. or, you know, bad for your health. A lot of times we want to make changes 
but our fear holds us back. So you're still gonna use your rational thought, but don't limit yourself to what your past experience has given you. So I have to share this. I just picked up this piece of um, petrified wood. And if you look really closely at this, it's like a dragonfly. Oh yeah. <laughs> so this morning, I'm getting ready to leave my house, and I, I don't know if you guys can the see this. The green dot. Um, it's a little bit hard to see, but right there near my finger, it kind of looks like a dragonfly. I was getting ready to leave my house, and I, I pull my car out into the driveway so the garage door goes down. And next thing I know, this big dragonfly comes right up to the front window of my car, looks at me, and then speeds around my car like three times looks at me again and is like, see you later, bye. <laughs> and uh, of course, the first thought I had was that was my dad. Um, Lisa had, a, she did a gallery reading for us last night here at the Violet Butterfly and dad came through. I swear, since he's transitioned, he talks more than he ever did in this physical plane. I believe that because he can and he has things to say that are on a different perspective, a higher perspective, mm -hmm. and it's exciting for them. Yeah. So by the time he had his messages last night, and then I felt like that was a visitation, and then this here just felt like another validation. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. Very so good. Crystals are talking even in different ways. Or we look at the signs and synchronicities that fall into our lap about these things, yeah. which we've, we've talked about before on the podcast, but it's all part of the same thing. Yeah. It really is. All right, so have that courage. Yes. Have that courage and, and maybe have a friend that pokes you a little bit to, to get you. I appreciate it. <laughs> too. She and I have had so many conversations over like the, what, four and a half, five years yes. that we've known each other. And it's always about support mm -hmm. and how can we individually and as a collective continue to move forward in our pursuits yes very well said yeah all right till next time see you <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs> thank you for listening we'd love to hear from you about your experiences leave us a comment below you can find more information about lisa and her offerings on her website the number two communicate.net Michelle's shop is the Violet Butterfly Metaphysical Healing Center in Palm Harbor, Florida. You can find more information at thevioletbutterflymhc.com, including the online store.